kick it. <laughs> and welcome back, friends, to Comics Exchange, your friendly neighborhood podcast. To my left, I have the multiversal Ryan Shipley. Yes, which multiverse? This multiverse, I do not look stuff up. <laughs> Earth 3. <laughs> yeah. I am the trusty Mike D. Of course, we have Knoxville's longest-running comic shop owner, Mr. Bill Langford. Hola, como esta? Whoa, you're yeah. doing, you're getting really Earth, good. Earth S. <laughs> Does the S stand for superb Spanish? <laughs> but also to my immediate right, we have a guest this week. Oh, fellow comic shop owner of Crypto Comics, Mr. Rocky Hedrick. What's happening, everybody? Hey, welcome. Thanks for coming in. I got that right, right? Everything was... That's in. right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. There was that pause. I know looked at yeah. it. Don't worry. If you say names, it's probably right. If I pronounce names, it's not going to be right. Why did we learn tonight, like, it's not James Tinian? 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 Tiny Dancer? No. Come on. It was like Tinian? Tinian. They said it was, was it Irish? Yeah. We had a another fellow comic book uh, store owner. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which store is he? Um, my guys comics, my and guys games, comics. yeah, and Phoenix Gaming. Yep, and he knows Tinian's. Bro- I almost still call him James Tinian. Yeah, that's a better name. I have yeah. a long history, apparently, of mispronouncing every comic creator name wrong. <laughs> it's, it's like every few months I learn I've been saying one wrong. I, I don't know. That's how I've learned on this uh, this podcast. So for now, and instead of Chris Bacello, 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 I botched it. Bacello, um, I just call him Chris. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. old <laughs> so Chris. I can say Stan Lee. Yeah, that's one of the easier yeah. ones, Jack Kirby. But I'm excited for tonight's episode. No, it's going to be great. Rocky's one of the uh, one of my close friends. He's uh, owned his store now for how long, Rock? Well, on three and a half years. Nice. Three and a half years. Three and a half yeah. years. He's, he's not like old like you. Uh, no, no, he's a he, in the business. We call him a young a young pup. He's a young pup. And um, I'm an old young pup. Old yeah, young pup. <laughs> old young pup. And but, now, but now, Rocky, you, this the store that you have. It, it had been a pre existing store, right? Yes, sir. Been well, a, it was a new Krypton. It was new Krypton Comics. He he was there for probably about eight nine years. In a weird location, right? Like off of. Uh, yeah, it was in like a, a small industrial park thing. You know, like you actually had to go into. You had to go the into building a building and go down a hallway to get to the, take a left, then a the, right, the, uh, go around the water the door to go to his. <laughs> yes. and there was no windows or anything in there. No, very no claustrophobic. Very, very claustrophobic. Small space. Um, yeah. Really neatly designed, though. I always thought like. An interesting design for a comic book. It kind of store. reminded me a little bit of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Is exactly oh, I can what it was. Kind of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of a Pee Wee's Playhouse, and then you bought something from the uh, gift shop when you left. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I can totally of, see that. He had so much cool stuff that he made. Yeah. He, yeah. Very yeah, yeah. talented. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you, it's the he. Um, if you know, if you're familiar with that area around there, like kind of there in Don, Dante, you probably mm. know his house. He has like the mispronounced uh, mispronounced the name. It's not Dante. It's Danny. Danny. I always call it Dante. <laughs> to me, it's Dante. Yeah. But like. He's uh he has like the uh the Doctor Who did I get that right uh, yeah. phone booth and uh, an alien a, spaceship. Wait yeah. a minute, you're kidding me. That's him. That's, yeah, that's him. him. Yeah. On Old Central wow. Avenue. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Very I've, cool. I've like, in that area. He the is house. a very creative person. Yeah. He's, he's very very talented. Yeah. He is. I am blown away. His, so it's painted silver the entire house. Yeah. Like and there's a, signs like a and art and everything. They took down everywhere. the dragon. He had a dragon come <laughs> through the roof. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. When they roofed his house, they took the new dragon. They took the dragon. Oh, he's got. 50 million lights on his house, so you, yeah. you can't miss it at night. You Man, cannot miss it. It's right before the bend. Yeah, it's right before the curve. Corner. Wow. Yep. But, Pass uh, it yeah. a mile and a half. And his, name, his name is Randy, and a, a super nice guy. Super nice. And he had owned the store before Rocky, and I guess and then Rocky, you got it from him three and a half years ago, right? Yes. And you took over operations. Mm-hmm. 
And well, you actually, stayed in the old location for a little while, right? Actually, he had sold the business to another comic book store. That's right. Okay. And I bought it from the 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 new owner, and for Randy to stay there, and yeah. then, then I just ended up having a comic book store. And it was kind of interesting mm-hmm. too, because like at that point you knew Randy, I guess from your church, and you knew him from you were just reading Walking Dead, right? That well, was no, your I, book. I, Randy didn't go to church with me. Okay. I, I met him through the Walking Dead because I was a big Walking Dead fan. So you went to a store and, and so I went to a store and started Dead. buying Walking Dead and nice. did it for about probably about two years. Bought okay. the Walking Dead run from him. Met him. Like every issue, right? Of Walking every Dead. issue. Yeah. You're I a have, huge yeah. Walking Dead fan. Yeah. 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 So, um, so once you bu- once you ended up uh, buying it from the person that got it from Randy, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of jumped into the deep end, right? Because you didn't know a lot. Of, your your background is more into cars. Yeah, I, I've run paint and body shops for about 40 years. So oh, wow. Really? I did that, yeah. I have okay. custom antiques. Um, hmm. uh, I built a lot of... So you're kind of creative as well. Yeah, well, I've always done like the airbrushing work and the wild paints, and, and we would use comics as, you know, the artwork for those. So okay. wow. I, was, I always always liked that stuff right there. And then with The Walking Dead, I would go in and meet Randy, and I'd see his artwork that he did. and Yeah. He's phenomenal with his art. He yeah, really is for sure. Super talented. So once you bought it, so let, let's, how does it work? So, so when you bought it, you ended up getting everything that was in store. All the inventory becomes yours. I, the inventory that was left in the store, because when they, when Randy shut down, uh, the the new owner, he pulled a lot of stuff out of it. So there was okay. there was some stuff in there, and I bought that, and then we just went everywhere buying comics and. Uh, we were like a lot of like flea yeah, markets. Yeah, and we were we were buying just bulk, bulk, bulk to fill it up, and then he decided he didn't want to do it. Right. So it ended up to me. So I had to try to figure this out because I couldn't tell you the difference between a, a Hulk one eighty one and a you know a Archie's number five. So how did you do that? Did you start reaching out to friends that you knew that were coming? I reached people? out to Bill. Bill helped okay. me. Uh, Bill's, uh, Bill's helped me a lot. We got the Godfather involved in. It. And I said, <laughs> what do I need to do, Godfather? And he said, stay on your side of the town. Don't come on my side. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, too, because like Bill was talking about, like in one of the previous episodes, we talked about when you were first opening Bill and you had stores that were helping you out. Yeah. I, I mean, so the way I kind of look at it is almost a, a system of paying it forward. Okay. Because I, I wouldn't have been able to um, sustain my business if, if another store, I think it was Collector's World, Collector's Universe, they allowed me to piggyback off their order. Because yeah. I wasn't able, I had, I think my credit score was a zero, zero, zero. <laughs> uh-huh. the, uh, yeah. the lady said she'd never seen. That's not seen, good. Well, she said. It's too uh, higher she, than mine. She asked me if I was in. <laughs> Mine's wit- in the negative. So. <laughs> she asked me if I was in the witness relocation program. <laughs> <laughs> she said that, she said the only people that have zeros that, that are that are your age, she said, are usually, uh, have been, uh, have a new identity. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, but yeah, so I was, I wouldn't have been able to, to get new books if a store wouldn't have done the same for me. So I don't mind when stores start up trying to help them out a little bit and, and kind of giving them the lay of the land. And Cause it's weird, right? Like when you first start working at this time, it was, everything was still through diamond, right? Yeah. So what do you have to do? You have to like pay them like a month in advance. So and- there's, yeah, depending on your credit score, you, uh, <laughs> That initially they wanted me to uh, prepay everything two months in advance. Okay. So which meant I would have prepaid for two months of books before I would have received the first book. Wow. Wow. And so they make it real hard, and Rocky can probably tell you the same thing. They make it real hard for new accounts to start up. You would figure they'd want all the business they could take. They they go back and they look for any reason to not do business. Even with after you. DC and Marvel to an extent split. So yeah, even even though there's there's other options in the marketplace now for distributors because you can go through Lunar or Penguin and to get your your books but yeah they're still very i don't know just difficult to to start an account with it took me a year and a half to get noticed and we we 
called and called trying to get it and talk to somebody and it was that credit score thing with me and okay and then i said all i want is comic books delivered to me cod and i'll pay you at the door and uh, they just weren't going for it so i was that was the first time i was really fed up after a year and a half trying to go here and here and here yeah 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 so we were fed up and i looked on facebook and here's steve jeppy the owner of diamond his mm-hmm. Facebook page. I said, well, let me just try this. <laughs> what? So okay. I, sent him, I sent him a personal message. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I said, he's never going to get this, but I'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sent a message to him and said, look, I'm not asking you for credit. I'm not asking you for anything. Just give me the chance that everybody else gets. I can sell a 1,000 books if I've got a 1,000 books. But if I don't have, I can't sell them. So I come in the next morning, probably an hour late, and my phone is ringing when I come in the store. It's the accountant from Diamond Comics. And she oh. said, Mr. Hedrick, what did you do? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? She said, Mr. Geppy come in here and said, send Mr. Hedrick his books. Whoa. So that started it all. That was really, that was wow. really good. That's and, amazing. And then they will pound you with books to make sure, <laughs> make sure you can't afford them. They'll uh-huh. just throw them to you. you know? So when you first take over, because I know there was a little bit of a delay from when Randy sold it mm-hmm. to when you bought it from him. Mm-hmm. At that point when you came in, were there still a decent amount of subscribers? Or did you have to Randy, build that base up? They, they had, he had his own file holders, but... He took all of his file holders, mostly brought them to Bill. Okay. <laughs> Bill Because well, I remember something. I remember the Facebook post like around when he yeah. was going to be closing down. Yeah. He was like going, subscribers, I've talked to Bill. Bill will have books for you. But yeah, yeah, he, he did that. And, and I couldn't blame him because I wasn't getting those books at that time. So, I, you know, people need to get their books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but there was probably 4000 to $5,000 worth of books and back files that Whoa. people hadn't come and picked up. Okay. So those books like that, you those books need to sell. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Bill tell you as a as a comic book owner, you can't set on those books. They, you know, if you miss that chance of selling them, it's done. Yeah. You know? yeah, you have a window usually of a new comic. If a comic doesn't sell the first week it's out, your chance of selling that book drops about eighty to ninety percent. So it's like Ooh, wow. it's like movies. Like usually, the first week in the theaters where you're gonna make most. It's where of your you're gonna money. make all your money, yeah. and unless it's something special, uh, it may sell a couple weeks after that if there's a, a key issue or somebody's first appearance. But yeah. if it just happens to be you know Ghost Rider forty issue forty two and you haven't sold it that first week, your chance drops about eighty percent of selling that book. Yeah. So while you were waiting to try to get everything through Diamond, mm-hmm. you're reaching out to bill to see if he could yeah bill's help bill's helped me the whole time so, really I mean, yeah all three years I, I think he's getting tired of it you know, <laughs> but, you know. no 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 it's a uh, I, I enjoy seeing other uh, people kind of it, it's almost like sharing the entrepreneurial spirit like mm. somebody else that's, that's made that leap i never really have viewed it as competition because i like seeing for one i like seeing comic books get in people's hands yeah and so the more stores the better and two i view it as if I see other stores opening, then there must be something to this, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to turn around and be the last blockbuster trying to rent videos exactly. and, and no one else is doing it because then something's up. Maybe my business model's flawed. And yeah. So when I see people opening up comic book stores and collectible stores, as long as it's like not right next to me or <laughs> across, directly say, across yeah. the street. If they move to the other side of South Press, like a, that's not going to be something a spike that's going to store be or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have that's a from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, but I, I've never viewed other stores opening, and and like I said, I, I'm kind of excited to see them uh, succeed. And yeah, I've known most of the store owners here in town for for years, if not decades. So when you um, so your takeover, you're needing to find like new subscribers and everything. We already talked about it was a bad location. Mm-hmm. How do you start to get the word out there? Hey, new management, come in here, start getting books. Well, we just we just talked to anybody that would come in. Okay. I said, hey, man, 
if you like what we're doing, if you like the way we laid this out, give us a good review. And people look at these reviews. Yeah. Even when people come in and give you a bad review or something, that tears you down also. But those good ones, yeah, that's the thing. And then the best thing we did, the best thing we did for the store is the thing we've hold off on is, is Loki. We brought Loki in the store. Yes. People come in by buses. They come in to see the dog. Let's, uh, so for people who don't know, let's let them know who Loki is. Loki is the probably the best store corgi in the United <laughs> no. States, probably the world. Mm-hmm. This dog has been trained in a comic book store. He's been raised in there since he was able to come away from his mama. He's been raised. He's at the comic book store right now working. <laughs> yeah. we Getting ready a, for Wednesday. We have a doghouse painted on the front door with the door open. He looks out and gets the customers. So <laughs> women love him. They come and see, and their husbands can shop. So we like that a lot, but he's he's been the best thing for it. But the best thing was the location move yeah. when we did move. So we went all through COVID there, though. So yeah, we'll what, get to that. Yeah. What brought about the, uh, the when you decided to move? Because Ryan was saying the location, it was like the first time I went there, I went down the same hallway you were talking about. I got lost and, trying to find it. And I passed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was an accountant's office. The yes. Accountant office, the accountant's office was right on the other side. Okay. Then you had, then you had Ryan. Because when I passed her, like initially I thought she was going to say something to me. <laughs> Yeah. And then she saw I was wearing... It's um, very weird. It was very weird. It was, it was a very weird setup. It was a yeah. weird yeah. setup. And he had his own clientele, so everybody knew where he was. Yeah. At. It was mostly his friends. But I think something. you're right. It would... I would have couldn't work there because I would be so claustrophobic. It was You're in a room with no windows. Well, the backside had windows, but he had those painted. Okay. So we, we cleaned those and put curtains up. But, yeah. you know, it was, a, it was a good thing, too, not having windows for the comic books. You know, your sunlight's yeah. not that on. That is true. But then before again, we get to that, I, I, got, I, got, I got some Loki stuff. Okay, I promise yeah, I won't yeah. make this all about Loki. No, no, yeah. So when they come in, do you have, like, a, a treat bucket? Because I guess, like, does Loki have a diet? No, he has to- no. No. <laughs> You see me, you know there's no diet in my store. Uh, we don't believe in diet. Because so Loki's more than just a mascot. He's your best friend. Oh, yeah. Loki is my best friend. How does your morning start? You were mentioning this to me earlier. That's amazing. About 6 o'clock in the morning, Loki gets up and goes to the door. And he's ready not to go to the restroom. He's ready to come to the store. Mm-hmm. He gets me up to go to work. So we get him up, and we go outside. He's a hardworking dog. We get. He jumps up in the transit and ready to go. We stop at Bojangles and get his biscuit and milk every morning. <laughs> so he gets a biscuit and a milk. Yeah, southern fillet. He can't do the spicy stuff. <laughs> okay. But he gets a southern fillet and a pint of milk every morning. He gets that. I didn't know dogs drank milk. <laughs> They may not. Loki's, <laughs> no, Loki's not a dog. Okay. Come on. So you get, do you usually get the same thing every morning too? Well, I can't afford that. I mean, no. I, feed, I just feed the dog, you know. Nice. All okay. the money goes to Loki. The dog is the money maker. We've so he's well fed in the morning. He's fed. And then during the day, uh, customers come in and, if we show him his tricks, like he goes and attacks a stool, we've got a stool we stick him on. He attacks stools. He attacks stools. He eats plastic chains uh, <laughs> like they're snakes, and uh, and he does flips. He chases the ball, so we let people give him some treats. Yeah. But uh, he only eats the good uh, sweet potato treats. He don't eat the cheesy stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. He, he's he a, likes the good treats. He's, uh, he's got refined taste. Uh, but he's a little corgi, and he's about 48 pounds. He's, he's a, a thick not boy. a little corgi. He's, he is a healthy pup. But, but it's not, all muscle, right? Yeah, it's, he's not a fat dog. The vet says he's probably the best-looking corgi he's ever seen. Really? He's, he says he takes care of like 20, and Loki is the best one in, he's seen. Yeah. So and we agree I, with yeah, you. Yeah, and you have some really great artists that keep doing some great stuff I have run. I have run customers away with my art from Loki. Look at the new <laughs> art. Look at the new Loki picture. Look at this. Loki's on this comic. Loki's on this. Now, Bill, it leads me to a question for you. You want me to have an animal mascot, don't yeah, you? Yeah, why is it? Why is OJ? <laughs> not OJ Simpson, uh, but why is Olivia Olivia Joe not coming in here? 
We just got birds. Yeah, so I mean, you do have birds on a weekend, and those are fun. Yeah, yeah. Those condors. Libby Joe's. She's not quite as social as Loki. Okay. I mean, she don't get me wrong. She's a lovely dog. Yeah, she's great. Around a lot of people, she may not do as well. And on on Sundays and uh, Saturdays, I guess Sundays and Mondays now, uh, Lane has her Conyers. Yeah. Which are awesome. Which are awesome. I mean, so... Like, I've never been a bird guy, but I'm fascinated whenever I come in here and I see the birds. And plus, if I brought Olivia Joe in now, it'd feel like I was knocking off Rocky's gimmick. Okay. You know, Rocky's got the dog. Everybody knows, yeah. so... Yeah. I figure we'll... We've court, seen we'll, other places with dogs. We'll corner the market on the birds. That's but you, you've been smart with, like, pushing Loki as, like, the mascot and We have pimped the that face. poor dog to death. <laughs> <laughs> he is every, he's on T-shirts. He's on coloring pages. Kids color pictures of him. Adults color pictures of him. They yeah. draw pictures that's on the wall of him. So so, so you bought the place in, you said it's about September, 2019. October, 2019. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few months later, something really bad happened. I remember I was actually in the comic book store the day the NBA shut down. And everybody in there was talking about laughing about, oh, it's COVID, it's not going to be much of anything. And then as soon as I think you had the, you always had to have the radio and sports channel, mm-hmm. and that came on, everybody in the place got silent. <laughs> right. Yeah. You kind of realized that something big was happening. Yeah. And so you're in months right now. Something happened. <laughs> what happened? So <laughs> you can't, you, you, you're still dealing, trying to get Diamond to give you, mm-hmm. like, you're trying to get Diamond, yeah. you're trying to get new customers in. You're trying to learn about the business. Trying to learn about, about comics. comics. Yeah. I, knew, yeah. I knew absolutely nothing about And then comics. everything shut down. Like, there everything. was, what was it, two and a half months with no new books? Yeah, I think maybe close to three months. Yeah. Yeah. Were there times even, it didn't hurt me because I wasn't receiving them, <laughs> but, but I didn't have anything to sell and I couldn't sell. You know, they wanted everybody to shut down, you know, mm-hmm. non-essential yeah. personnel. Yeah. I thought Because I think for like the essential. first few weeks it was something like where you, I know you did curbside. Curbside. Yeah. Did you, were you able to do some curbside yeah. with the yeah. people that you had? Yeah. So then it comes to the point where, so I know Bill, you just had, you were selling like gift certificates and stuff like that in between so we did gift certificates we had a lot of people that we did uh mail order for Mm -hmm. and then um and then curbside where people would pull up and we'd take the credit card go inside run the card and come back out and bring them the books and you didn't have that structure at that point to do something we did some mail order we were doing i had got a new guy in and he was helping me do some stuff online sales so that that helped a lot. I mean, you had to. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. you weren't making was any money. Was he one that kind of knew more about comics to kind of help you with you and him and Bill? He knows more about comics than anybody. Okay. He works at another store. He's very talented. <laughs> He's very talented. His name is McKay. Okay. And McKay knows books. Now I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> I only know McKay hang with through me. the socials, but he seems like a really good dude. He McKay is. is a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. He owns a McKay's used bookstore. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> wrong guy. Yeah. So he was there. To, he was kind of like your helper. Yeah, he helped months. me out. He helped me a lot through that. And, and there was then, a, a Stacy, right? Stacy came in later. Mm-hmm. Stacy came in, and he really. Stacy's the Marvel guy. He knows the Marvel, yeah. and but he he's online all the time looking at what books coming out. This is yeah. going to be a big book. Which you have to really. Yeah, yeah. and he did. Yeah. He he did know that. the The only problem I had with the other guys was it was great ideas. Oh yeah, we need this book. We need that book. Well, okay, but we were ordering a hundred, two hundred of them. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that that. When it's not your money, it hurts your billfold yeah. a lot. And I was getting probably anywhere from thirty five hundred when I started getting books. Yeah, thirty five hundred to five thousand dollars every week. Right before COVID. <laughs> yeah. Right so you before. actually kind of dropped. Yeah. You kind of went up really quick though, right? I, I did. I tried to. I, I had to jump it. You either sink or swim. You got to do. And it. that's like weekly. Yeah, weekly. Every week. Every 30, week. Thirty five hundred mm-hmm. to five thousand bills. Is that like a normal week? Like of what yes. you get in here? So yeah. So I, I think like this week, I think my total was forty eight hundred bucks. Ooh, wow. So yeah, you're doing that every and that's week. Like comics, like 
if the statues or toys come in. So everything that I get through through Diamond and Lunar uh, adds up to. Uh, so it used to be one bill. Now I pay two bills. Because you got to do the lunar shipping as well. Correct. So Diamond, uh, I get mostly my Marvel, Image, and independent stuff, but also my, a lot of toys and Because you didn't try the Penguin, right? You just went you just I, I did. I, I, so when Penguin started, I, I did open an account with them, only to, just to keep my uh, all my avenues open, you oh, know, yeah, just yeah, in yeah. case something in the future. Yeah. But I'd been with Diamond for so long, and I, I'm, I'm kind of a loyal, loyal guy, so it's... It, you know, now I could actually I could probably save a little bit of money going with Penguin, but yeah. um, I, yeah. I'm willing to stay with Diamond. So well, it's when, just a little easier. It's a little easier if you got one is. person. Yeah. So when COVID hit and you had that two and a half months where you weren't getting new comics mm-hmm. in, yeah, were you kind of like thinking this may not? I thought, what have I done? Yeah, you know, what what have I done? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I sunk I sunk some money in that store just to help somebody out. Yeah. I was not going to keep the store. That when the store. When they got on the feet and the store could pay for itself, yep. he was paying me back what I spent, and it was his store again. I okay. was not going to. I was just helping a friend out. Yeah. And then, once everything happened, yeah. Well, the before store. that, he just decided he didn't want to do it. Yeah. That, what, his heart wasn't in it anymore. Okay. So he left. Well, I either had to shut the doors then. Yeah. Or let me see. Do I want to take this X amount of dollars I've put in here and lose it, or just try to make it go? Make so it we go just try to make it, it go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I rolled the dice and it. And it's been a hard role. It really yeah. is. And I think this is one of those things where I think when people say, oh, it's a dying medium, it's like, mm-hmm. no, we have four or five stores in this general area, and they all survived COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think one store closed during COVID. No. I, I didn't even own a store, and that was scary to me when they were talking about stopping printing comics altogether. I was like, is yeah. this, this done done? Are they coming back from this? It was, yeah. it was frightening for me to see and observe. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the first time I, that I could ever recall that comics didn't come out. Wow. So that for for pretty much my entire life, every week comics would come out once a week. And when they finally started coming out, it was very piecemeal, where you would get like three DC books mm, this yep, week. Right, right. Or, yeah, they didn't want to uh, swamp stores, so some stores were able to open fully, and other stores, depending on what part of the country you're in, they weren't able to open right away. So I yeah, think yeah. like a lot of stores in California had to wait. Yeah. So they didn't want to ship a lot of product that other stores would miss out on. So they they tried to release it slowly, so stores could ramp back up and open back yeah. up. So when, uh, so, because I think this probably helped your store too. We get into the fall and the Mandalorian comes out mm-hmm. and you had those little baby Yodas. I had a lady that came in the store and she, she made these baby Yodas she, oh. and she made them. She said, I can make you this many and for this price. I said, can you triple it? <laughs> I'm going to take a gamble. Yeah. And those things blew up. And that helps I, you bring in a lot of new customers, I brought right? It, yeah. That's I, cool. I, I, COVID, COVID did. It did hurt the comic book industry, but then I think it sort of revived it too. Yeah. Just because people sitting home didn't have nothing to do. Mm. We're going to get our comics out and read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody, it really messed up the uh, CGC and CBCS because everybody was sending in books to get graded. Because so they're while there, there was like a year and a half like, yeah. to get your stuff back, right? Yeah, but, yeah, it was. But yeah that's the, the, the Yodas, the little baby Grogu's. Let me get that right, Grogu. There you so go. Baby, no, don't know baby, baby Yoda. Yoda will always be what <laughs> yeah. I say. So, but, um, uh, Ryan was going to die on this hill. Because that was yeah. the first time I was in the store yeah. since you, when you had taken over, yeah. was because I was like, those baby Grogu's are I, amazing. I try everything. If it, yeah. if it'll bring somebody in, we try it. We have yeah. mop washing, wall washing parties, whatever <laughs> it takes. If somebody <laughs> wants to come and wash the wall, come on. We're like do little this. Tom Sawyer you know, over there. That's it. We have, um, we, we try everything. So you survived through that into the Through summer. The COVID, yeah. When did you decide to start looking for a new location? Well, it was it was actually pretty funny. We had the store, and the regular price on the store was X amount of dollars. And I had a guy come in that one day and asked me, 
how much footage is this store? And I said, well, it's this. It's what it says it is. And uh, I said, it's a thousand, like a thousand square feet. It was a very small store. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I said, it's a thousand square foot. He said, buddy, my trailer's a thousand square foot, and I can put this <laughs> store in it. You know, I can put this store in it twice. So I measured. I started measuring, and I said, and this is 560 square feet. This oh, is that including like whatever backspace you have? Everything. Wow. 560 square feet. So I called the landlord and I said, hey, huh. I'm paying for a thousand square footage. Well, no one says it's a thousand square footage. It says it on the lease. Yeah. Oh, well, I said, well, I think I'll just find a bigger place if we okay. can't do this. Because I was spending at that time a lot of money buying these new books. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the more books you have, the more space you need. Yeah. So we started looking for a new space then. I was there, I was there probably. Two years, right? At, so right it was like years. 2020, yeah. the 2021 when, when you yeah, moved. Yeah. And so, okay. how big is your new spot now? New spot now is right at 13 and a half hundred. And it's in the uh, Powell it's Shopping, in the Powell Shopping Center. Center. Yeah, it's yeah. right beside the El Rey's Mexican restaurant yeah. oh. and the uh, Dogwood Crematorium. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Okay. See, it's always fascinating. That, that place will always be there. I work. I used to work there back in the day when it was Powell Cinemas. Mm-hmm. Powell Cinema. My dad had a church in that after the cinema went out. Wow. He built the you know, there was out. a church before the cinema too. Was it? Because upstairs, you know, there was the there was two auditoriums. Mm-hmm. The second auditorium stairs used to be, I guess, like the children's area because mm-hmm. there was like a painting of Jesus oh, yeah. on that wall, and we kept it. Um, Powell Cinema was interesting. Uh, our longest running movie, and this is when Titanic. Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction was coming out, Jurassic Park. Mm. Our longest running movie of all time at Powell Cinemas was not even Babe. It was Gordy the Pig. What? It was the Wish.com <laughs> version of Babe. Uh, it was Gordy the Pig. Gordy. Uh, had a bunch of hee-haw cast in it. It was the only movie that the company actually sent us swag for because they were like, there's a theater in Knoxville that still has this. That is why the theater is no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so yeah, so and you're in a really good place now because it is it is a good it is a good location. Yeah, you have place. signs and you can be seen from the road. We have the best sign in the comic book industry. Uh-oh, what are you Bill, talking about? Uh-oh. Well, we dare someone Jerry, to beat us. Jerry, it is, <laughs> his does light up. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I will say. Yeah. So um, so Bill's you is bigger. Bill's is bigger. <laughs> so you moved in there. Did you start noticing? Because most of your customers come with. Yeah. Okay. Um, did we, you start then noticing, like, starting to build a better? Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. You, know, you, you have walk-ins. People want to come to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. while they're waiting on or waiting to pick up food, they're waiting to come into the store. Yeah. So you, well, I didn't know this was here. Well, now you do. So, yeah. you know, nice. so that was really, really, really big. And thankfully, no road bumps after you yeah. opened a new store. Well, except there was uh, one. There was one small road bump that yeah. we hit. It was, it was pretty rough. And this is, like, I think this is going to be a good story because a lot of people always have this... Uh, uh, dream like do store. think yeah that everything's gonna go like you kind of picture it like a movie like everything's gonna work out perfectly and you're gonna to talk comics all day long the doors open and Roses it's gonna right yeah. yeah but no there's it, I mean life happens things happen right I was at home at eight o'clock one morning and get a phone call you have water running out your front door at the store <gasps> out your front door at the front door so who called you one of your neighbors the maintenance people at the shopping center okay oh god and they say water is running out your front door so i live five minutes away from the store so i was there in five minutes i pull up and there's three fire trucks water is all down the parking lot out out into oh my god and and here's what people don't understand you're a a while away from the road there's a couple acres of parking yeah 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 yeah. so there's water running out the door so i get to the front door they had opened the door because the Maintenance people have a key to the store. Yeah. 
all I see is about 50 or so comic book boxes, the ones with the pictures on them and stuff. Yeah. We had a wall built with them. They were flat in the floor where they, the water had put <gasps> them down. knocked them down. Oh, a sprinkler had no. broke during the night, and there was four inches of water from the front door to the back. How long do they think it was like? It, ha- it had to happen in the middle of the night because there was water on Emory Road. So it at least for a couple of hours probably yeah. water. Been- so, so four inches of water. Yeah, four inches of water yeah. in the store. And all the, we have boxes. If you've ever been in the store, we have boxes around everything. Yeah, yeah, Nice yeah. and neat. But all those look like a sponge where they had just oh. soaked the water up. Yep. And if people tell you these, these bags and boards are waterproof, they're not. They'll get in the seams. They will seep in the seams. And It's like a phone. It can drop into water for a second. Yeah, it's done. But if it's submerged for a while. It's done. Right. Yeah. So we, and wh- while I was there, the water continued to run for 45 minutes. Oh, before they could even shut it before off? Before they could shut it off because the, oh, the church that is in the shopping center has the sprinkler system in it. And the sprinklers, mm. no one had a key to so the, the church. So the maintenance person didn't have the... Didn't have a key to the church. Well, then they got the guy from the church to the... Sh- there. Yeah. He opens the door. No one has a key to the sprinkler room. Oh, no. That's so crazy. I'm no. telling the fireman, let me climb this ladder and put a wedge in yeah. this fire, in this, this sprinkler. I can shut it off. Because you're watching yeah, literally I'm watching, everything like... I'm watching yeah. thousands of dollars. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah. And uh, so after 45 minutes, they get the water shut off. And they tell me, said, well, there's been a fire. And I go, where's the fire? Yeah. And I said, there's no smoke. He said, well, you see all this black in the floor? That's from that. I said, no. That black in the floor is from those water pipes and from the ink running off these boxes. Oh, That's Whoa. what it is. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, this so, is the maintenance people saying this. Yeah, they're saying it. And I okay. said, did the fire alarm go off? Well, no. I said, well, then there was no fire in this store. Yeah. And what it was, it was a faulty sprinkler. Mm, a faulty sprinkler. sprinkler. Just, it just busted. And... Uh, but we found out it hadn't been serviced since 2013. Ooh. And these so, are supposed to be serviced, I imagine, Every once, year. Every yeah. year. Yeah. Once a year. Once at my a year. apartment, they come in and like look at our sprinklers, I guess, every year. So, so yeah. yeah, the happy... Wow. The, the happy... You know, it was, it was a really happy day. We threw... We end up that week throwing three of the large dumpsters full of comics. I remember oh, you took... A, no. You put Three a, dumpsters. How much do you think you lost in... I know exactly what we lost. We, oh. we tallied everything up. And I, well, I tallied everything at three ninety nine. Okay. We had ten dollar books, twenty dollar books, fifty dollar books. We yeah. lost three hundred thousand dollars. So yeah. is that most of your inventory? That that, that was half of it. Okay. Oh, that was half of it because the sprinkler sprinklers do not break. Uh, when one busts, they all don't go off. Just one goes off. Okay. It has a heat sensor in it and it has yeah, to go yeah, off. Yeah. So, but the one got and it got half of the store. But it mm. took it took what the water did on the floor was the most damage because it soaked up in the boxes yeah. and, and it set our, if it, we'd have got it when it first got it, we could have saved a lot, yeah. but didn't know. So they set for overnight, just soaking in water, just like a sponge and they just soak it up. So, so that was also like toy statues, Funkos. We, it did. It, it got, it got a couple of statues, but it didn't hurt us. Cause we had boxes in the back. Okay. We just clean them, but it got about $4,000 worth of Funko pops. Uh, it got all of our trade magazines and books that was oh, on the rack yeah. there. So there was probably another ten or $12,000 right there just in little stuff. So somebody asked, because of the sprinklers being faulty, were you able to get anything back from that at all? No. we oh, we can't, the, the maintenance people told us, oh, we'll get it cooked, took care of, and it'll be all fine. So I'm remained pretty calm, and I'm not a calm person. I'm <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's yeah, go yeah, time. Yeah. So, but they said. Oh, well, I was talking to you before we recorded. I know. Yeah, and I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking three hundred thousand dollars. I'm going, man. 
I wasn't worried about the money. I was worried about how am I going to replace some of these books? Some of these books, you can't replace these books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do, they're not the same price that I got them at. They've mm -hmm. gone up so much in right, money. Right. So I, I'm thinking about that. But then again, I thought, well, we're going to make it. Well, the lease, there's a clause in the lease that said uh, not responsible for content in buildings. Oh, no. So that's how their lawyers got out of it. They did not pay a penny. So you ate this all? I ate all except $50,000. We... We had an insurance company. We were insured. Oh, okay. And I turned it into my insurance. All so right. my insurance says, no, you didn't pay a payment last month. Oh, come on. I said, it's automatic. You pull it out every month. Yeah. Well, we didn't pull it out. But we <laughs> so they dropped me. Oh, come my on. My insurance dropped me. So to have that building, I have to have insurance every day that store is there. So okay. I call a new insurance company. I get insurance the day of the flood. I say, okay, here, I need more insurance on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything to them because I just got insurance. Floods doesn't happen. Yeah. So I call them two days later when I find out they're not going to pay anything. I say, can you guys go after them? I can't do anything. Can you go after them yeah. as my insurance company? And he said, let me see what I can do. The next day, they send me $50,000. Really? That's awesome. Just, you know, because they literally I, just took you after yeah, took the damage. Yeah, after the damage. Yeah. They send wow. me 50000 So instead of 300000 we we only lost 250000 Yeah, <laughs> But that's so good. You were honest, and you got some yeah. money of it. So yeah. we took the 50000 and bought bags and boards and new boxes and mops and oh. shovels. And you and got, rakes. I assume, like a new sprinkler system in there? They replaced all the sprinkler heads in the whole shopping center because of me. So <laughs> those guys need to pay me money, I think. Yeah. I need, yeah. I need tips for They're so, all safe. When that happened, because I remember you were posting a lot about, hey, this may be it. We may have to close down. I what? didn't say maybe. I said, this is it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you did, like you, you had the vultures come out. Yeah. What was, made you think, I'm, I want to keep this store going? The, the turning point was we had several customers come by and say, oh, man, what's happened? What's happened? But we have a little girl. Her name's Sherry. She comes in and gets one My Little Pony comic book a month or something and gets a, a piece of candy or something. And she was at the door crying. Aww. And I, I went outside because I had the door shut. You know, I'm in there crying myself. So <laughs> I didn't yeah. want her little girl to see me cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to the door and I say, honey, it's okay. She says, she looked at her daddy and she said, daddy, look at my comic book store. Oh. And I was ready to shut down. I said, yeah. she said, look at my comic book store. And I looked at her and I said, give me two weeks. Give me two weeks to get everything cleaned up and get it back there. We'll open up. So that would. And then she was worried to death about Loki because her little her little brother told her Loki drowned. <laughs> but she was so worried, and I said, "No, Loki didn't drown." She said, "Well, where is he?" I said, "He's at home. He drowned." I said, "Be here tomorrow, and I'll bring Loki back for a little bit." So she yeah. came back the next day. Her dad, she Aww. made her dad bring her to make sure Loki yeah. hadn't drowned. So, but yeah, that's, we stayed there and it was, it, it was tough. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had lost so much books and, and Ooh. for a week, I worked a week. And when I say I worked a week, that was, I had three hours sleep that one week because mm. I worked cleaning, mopping and getting everything, trying to get it back up. And then I had went to Nashville to pick up bags, boards and boxes to restock everything. And the maintenance crew called me and said they wanted to bring a sheetrock guy in because the sheetrock had got wet on the walls. He just wanted to measure it. I said, okay, just uh, the store is spotless again. It's better than it was when yeah, it started. Yeah, yeah. Just just look at it and measure it. So yep. he measured it. I get back to the store and open the door, and there's a white cloud that runs out the door. Uh, they oh had no. cut the sheetrock off the wall and with the ceiling fans on. No sheet. All the new books and boxes what? are wrapped up. Coated in dust. Coated in sheetrock dust. You've got to be kidding me. Static electricity. By the way, my no sheet not, joke was really good, guys. <laughs> no. Um, so they cut, the, they cut the sheetrock out and wow. ruined everything. It had sheetrock dust in computers. So you lost even like, more? Uh, even more. We had to go back and do it. And they, there was no... 
They don't. No repercussion. I mean, they did nothing. That's they insanity. They said, well, he just wanted to get it fixed. I said, well, then you just left the mess in my floor. They left the sheetrock in the floor for me to clean oh up. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it what was a shitty company. That was a, it was. <laughs> yeah. These are the kind of things that happen that just, I mean, yeah. you don't think about. I remember um, wow. I'd been open, I guess, maybe a year or two, and somebody broke into my store one night, like maybe 2 a.m., right? Yeah. So the alarm company calls me, and I show up. And sure enough, somebody had thrown a cinder block through the front door. This is when you were over at the... At, at our second location, I okay, guess. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm watching the video, and you can see the gentleman, and he, he, he throws a cinder block through the bottom of the front door, and then kind of kicks the glass and crawls through the door. So I... I really uh, needed those books from a store. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was, a time-traveling uh, rocket. <laughs> I knew it was and, uh, So I'm watching the video... I'm there and it's it's two in the morning. This is this is like middle of January, and I'm like, well, I better call a glass company. And I've got six hundred dollars in my bank account, maybe a thousand dollars in my bank account. And I'm like, I hope I don't know how much does a glass door cost. So I call up a, a an emergency phone number for a twenty four hour glass company, and the guy's like, well, it's a it's a double pane glass, you know, for the door. It's super thick. It's going to run you about eight hundred bucks. Mm. And you're it, like a new. Like, oh yeah, well, I, I've been open maybe about a year. That's so. still kind of hurt. Like, but oh yeah, yeah we I, I, we didn't have a lot of money in the bank account. Bill, I'm trying to make this dramatic. You <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that bad, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. But uh, but so but the guy took mercy on me because he said, listen, if you wait, and you call back in four hours. The price drops in half. Uh, Wait, right. what? Wait, yep. Because anytime you call at th- any any place at three in the morning, Ryan, look it up, dude. Oh, anytime, <laughs> anytime you you call because it's, they have to. it's emergency hours yeah. and they charge you like double time okay. or triple time. Yeah. And so he says, listen, if you're willing to to hang out and call me at you know at eight in the morning, I can charge you half price. Okay. And so I've got a hole in my front door. It's about forty degrees in the store. Mm. The wind's blowing in. It's the middle of January. And I'm like, okay, uh, I would love to just say, come fix it right now. But to save $400, I'm willing yeah. to stay in the store and sleep in the store with this door, my front door busted open. Probably not going to get any sleep anyway. Like no, I didn't know. sleep. I didn't sleep at all. Basically sweeping up glass. Hmm. But I stayed in that store for four hours because I wasn't going to pay the double price for the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you're, a, when you're a business owner, it's those little things that you don't even think about that kind of jump up and... You're like, oh, I got eight hundred dollars in my bank account. Everything's looking good, uh, and now he, he's a high roller. Eight hundred dollars. So when did this happen with the flood? Like, was it the flood was March of last year? So it's been oh, a wow. year. It's been a year. I knew now. it was somewhere on there because I remember that one of the pictures you had, like one of the mouse hardbacks when we were all doing the mouse. Stuff. I told yeah. I told everyone I said I'll never sell all these mouse books or give them away. They're all gone. Yeah. They all got flooded <laughs> out, so they're they're all gone now. Yeah. So it, so that's crazy because I remember you were like. You were saying you were going to have to close the store down. Oh, yeah, I was done. I mean, so I, this little, this girl gave you the confidence to try to keep it open a little I longer. I just did not want to disappoint her. Okay. Wow. And, yeah, uh, that's so cool. You know, I, I, sometimes I want to go run her down. Uh, you know, <laughs> look what you made me do. You made me stay <laughs> here. I could have been gone and happy, not worry about these bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you caused me to sit back. And then I have some I have some customers that are great guys. And Bill tell you, he's got customers that oh, yeah. you just go out of your way to do what you can do for them. You know, I see that. I, you know, this is a, probably a sin, but I am not a comic book reader. I don't, yeah. there's uh, the apocalyptic stuff. I love that stuff because yeah. of The Walking Dead, but I'm not a comic book reader. But I see these guys that love these books so much. Then I'll, and they say, I need this book. 
I want to go get that book. I did that with my car trading. When yeah, I yeah, yeah. when I do cars, somebody says, I want this car. Let me go yeah. get that car, and I'm going to sell it to you. Trade it. I'm the same way with the comic book, man. If you, I can't find this book. Well, hold on. I'm going to get this book. Watch. You Were know? you impressed with like how the community came out for you like when it happened? I had a lot of sympathy, and uh, but my regular customers came. We picked up a couple of new customers because yeah. they wanted. But you had a lot of people come out to help you, like with the cleaning. I had a lot of people from my a lot of my guys from church. They okay. came out, and I had a lot of volunteers. People wanted to because I know, you know we posted yeah. like the, for the day when you needed. Yeah, a lot of people say out. you know a lot of guys call. Hey man, I'll come out there and just work for free for books, and I go man, I'm out of books. <laughs> I'm out of books. I got some free. Oh. We got it, so, yeah. but I had some good friends from church. That's come awesome, out, and they helped and. Uh, you know, now I have to mow their yards and <laughs> wash dishes. But, you know, it all worked out. And it's better than ever. We've got, you know, we got our lounge. has got better chairs in it. We have You've a, been able to. We have read. a lounge, Bill. And no, we have. You have a lounge oh. now? The Loki Lounge. We have a 42-inch TV. The lounge is very Loki. And it's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're it's Loki, you it's, did there. It's Loki Lounge. It says yeah. Loki Lounge. Don't. So um, were you able to replace most of the stuff? We, like? we replaced a lot of stock. Not a lot of the books that was. That was but really, you've yeah. got a decent amount of stock now. Yeah, there's there's a couple hundred thousand books at that store now. Oof. That's awesome. And you said you've brought in new customers now. Oh, right? yeah, there's new customers come in every day. Yeah. You know, they come in and they see Loki and they want to see, they they love Loki. That's that's the draw. Yeah. You know, Bill could be a millionaire if he'd have a dog in here. He'd be I'm telling you. I'm he just telling doesn't you, like money. Is, Bill doesn't no. like money, you know. no. So let me ask you this. I know that that area is a community family kind of area. You've got the high school and the mm-hmm. middle school pretty close by. Mm-hmm. Do you see a lot of kids from the middle school, high school ages coming in and uh, checking The middle out? school kids now are coming in. They, right. I mean, the school is right behind. We have the post office behind us, then there's the middle school. So okay. they, they walk up into the parking lot to get their parents to pick them up most of the time. Oh, really? So they come up to the company. So we got that, and we've got some you know games on the TV. They can come in and play. Yep. And uh we give them free candy. <laughs> they like free candy. Get this free sucker or something. You know, they come in for that. But yeah, right. we get a lot of the middle school kids. That's awesome. This is very cool. I'm glad that you came in and talked about this. Like, because I think you have some fascinating stories. That or we can lie too. What do you need here? <laughs> <laughs> Make it up on the spot. I guess now we can go into some news. Why not? We've been talking about the past. Let's talk about uh, the current times. Why don't we? That's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the first thing I hear? This Mattel Hasbro. What is that? Uh, well, apparently, I believe it was, uh, if not yesterday, the day before yesterday, it was announced that Mattel and Hasbro, obviously the uh, the two big toy companies, are entering into a merger of sorts. Um, they're going to be bringing some of their products together uh, and unifying them. They didn't really make any announcements. Just like that Bill and Rocky. Just like Bill and Rocky. He's Look at that. Setting dance. the example. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't recall them mentioning any specific products, but I imagine mm-hmm. we'll be seeing all sorts of stuff mixed together, like a Masters of the Universe Transformers collaboration, something like that, or board games coming over, you know. And it's pretty rare for two two companies that size to uh, to come together Dairy. and actually work together. That's like Coke and Pepsi coming together. Right, or Marvel and DC working together. Right, right. And Hasbro, I saw, was in the news today because the Magic Publisher sent Pinkerton agents to a YouTuber's house to retrieve leaked cards. Yeah, apparently, uh, uh, I guess he had somehow had March received... of the Machine, the aftermath, isn't due out in stores until May, and I guess this guy got a hold of him? He had received, I guess, early cards yep. or, and had released them on his YouTube channel and had let He's... people know what was going to be in the set. Yeah, and so Hasbro Watsies, which is the coast, is real uh, secretive about that. Yep. and so apparently the the Pinkertons, you know, I'm from, surprised uh, the Pinkertons are still around <laughs> from the 1800s. <1800, laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I, I wonder did they send this guy summons by the uh, the Pony Express? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they sent the Pinkertons after this guy. 
Yeah, so uh, the re- the resulting confirmation uh, confrontation reportedly frightened one woman to tears and resulted in the confiscation of nearly two dozen boxes of cards by the private investigators. Uh, Wizards yeah. confirmed the incident to Polygon. So I guess, yeah, yeah, we'll send the Pinkerton agents like, after anybody. Don't mess with us. That's an F around and find out situation right there. <laughs> These YouTubers, yeah. I don't know what's going on. That, that, that reminds me of the guy uh, that leaked some Nintendo stuff. and got, or uh, It was the uh, ROMs, right? Yeah, he just got out of prison, but he's going to be paying Nintendo. And the odd thing is his last name is Bowser. Right, right. And he's yeah, going to be paying yeah. Nintendo <laughs> back for quite a while because I think he still owes him $7 million. Jeez. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't play around, do they? No. See, I think this is all a side effect of like social media and meme culture where everyone just thinks everything is theirs to do with as they please, share and put it out there. It's just, they're finding the out that's not the case. The kid is probably thinking more about how many likes exactly. I'm going to get on right. this YouTube video because I'm going to brag about... Look, I got these boxes early, mm-hmm. and not knowing that these companies are probably scouring the internet at all times. Of the, they're probably going there like once a day and Google search for you know Magic Gatherings, make sure everything is kind of a, above the book. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it was very difficult for the Pinkertons to track six boxes of unreleased cards. <laughs> I mean, I doubt this guy was like the Kaiser Sose of Magic. He's, no, got dog the bounty hunter no, after him. Twenty-two boxes. Because wow. uh, he says here, oh, that's the difference. Oh, wow. Twenty-two. So boxes. twenty-two. <laughs> if he'd yeah. had fifteen or sixteen, he'd nah. slide. Nah. Yeah, two We're dozen sick. boxes of cards by the private investigators. When the kid put it up on his YouTube, he was bragging that this was just one of twenty-two boxes he purchased from an acquaintance. So it's not said on here how how he got these, but I'm sure the Pinkertons are going to be knocking on doors <laughs> soon. What else we got? Uh, well, there's a new Flash trailer. Anybody? Uh, anybody watch that? Oh God. I think everybody's watched it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm so excited for this movie. And the more I the more I see of it, the more excited I get. And part of it's because of my expectations weren't incredibly high. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but it does look like this is kind of leaning toward the James Gunn direction of the yeah. DC universe. Yeah. And um. And Michael Keaton. And so yeah, yeah now, I'm, I'm a sucker for multiverse stories. Yep. Uh, Michael Keaton and 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 less so uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> You're not a big fan of the Affleck. No, uh, interesting note on the, the Ben Affleck, uh, yeah. for the first time we see him in the blue costume, like the blue and the gray, which I thought was really? kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. He kind of flies by on the screen, but you can see some screen captures of it. It's, it's okay. definitely like a washed out blue cowl and yeah. boots. And the, oh, that's uh, awesome. Tom, they're not going to miss an opportunity to uh, sell you another action figure. <laughs> that's right. I've heard a, a cool ben, story a ben Affleck that you like, Nobody wants have. the Ben Affleck figure unless so, we put him in the blue. I, mean, I actually like Ben Affleck. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm the rare one in the room. I like Ben Affleck. I like most of his, his direct. He's been a great director. Yeah. Argo, The Town. Yeah, the town's yeah. great. I think he could have been a super good Batman with different material to work with. I think you yeah. see glimpses of it. Mm-hmm. It's like Daisy, Daisy Ripley. It's not her fault that the movie she was in, were in, were badly written. No, no. Uh, she was great as Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited for Flash? So a- absolutely, and um, like I said, I'm I'm more excited because I think this is going to be the gateway to the the Gun universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think and, some of uh, it will move forward with Gun? I would like to see. I mean, I think they're going to keep the multiverse aspect okay. of the universe. Yeah. I think Gunn has said that he's going to have, you know, there's going to be different Batman. Okay. So I, I am kind of excited to see that DC take that direction because not everything to, to me has to copy Marvel. So you don't have to build up to a movie or to yeah, a giant yeah, yeah. Uh, a giant project. Yeah. I mean, you can have a standalone Solomon Grundy film or you can have a standalone. That only shows on Monday. This is only uh, born on a Monday. Garfield yes. <laughs> will never see it. So what's uh, going to happen with uh, Aquaman 2, I wonder? Because that's that's the weird one out. Because it was supposed to come out last December, and now it's going to be coming out after Flash, which we all assume is going to be... Early buzz is re- it's bad. 
Oh yeah, it's I've not read much good about it at all. Um, it's been delayed that long, and like I say, now that Flash, we all assume is going to reboot the mm-hmm. DC universe into the James Gunn stuff, and then yep. Aquaman two is going to come out after that. I just don't know. It seems it seems odd. It's definitely going to hurt Aquaman too because mm-hmm. at that point, why go see it, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if we actually see that go straight to streaming on HBO or something like that. Streaming, yeah. Hey, hey. Um, God, you were just going tonight. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> I think they might actually give pause and may think about that because I think that's one of the things that probably hurt Shazam was a lot of people yeah, were like, oh, yeah. we'll just see this on HBO Max because mm. it has nothing to do with any kind of ongoing story now. Well, the older I get, it just seems like more and more of a chore to get to a theater. I'm very happy with my, my home viewing experience and uh, it's like, wow, i got to go all the way there and drive and I don't know. It's not a big deal. It just seems like it is. Yeah, and I think the pandemic probably reset a lot of people's habits. Mm, yes. You see a lot of movies still in theater, right? We do. We do. We got. I've got a little a young man that works at the store, and we go see movies all the time. That's awesome. So, I say young man. He's 28 years old, 29 years old. Are you guys going to see Sisu yeah. this weekend? We may. We may. He wants to see all these horror movies, and I'm a big chicken, so I don't go see horror movies. <laughs> I have so to no sleep Evil Dead. No, Evil Dead you. is not. He's begging me to see Evil yeah. Dead. I really do want to see that. It looks good. Yeah. It looks good. On yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pray yeah, yeah. for you guys. Make do it through. Do you prefer the romantic comedies? I like those. I like all that stuff. Summer. We're going to have to talk in one episode all the summer movies coming out. Cause it's, That's a good idea. It's the first summer in, a, in, I guess, three years that just is like, stacked with good movies like, I'm going to see Guardians in the theater I'm going to say that I adore Guardians of the Galaxy stuff so I'm, I'm going to see well, that well that's one thing uh, James Gunn announced today two uh, credit sequences two end credit scenes oh uh, yeah. one mid credit right and one end credit he didn't say but I imagine that's probably how it's going to be yeah what do you think uh, you think it'll be like something that launches toward uh, a new project or I don't know because by all hints they're sounding like this could be it for this Guardians cast yeah okay so I'm kind of thinking maybe I'm worried. It looks ties. like it's like going to be sad. I'm scared yeah, yeah, something yeah, bad's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, just tying the bow, and it sucks that we didn't get Cosmo till now. Mm-hmm. Well, Cosmo can live on past these movies. Yeah, but yeah. So I think this one, I think it's going to do phenomenal. Seems like it. All right. So uh, what do you guys got coming up for free comic book? Yeah, everyone here is involved with that. So let's yep. let's hear it. Free comic books. What's yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Free. Not free to us. Not free to us. You guys have any Oh, no, big... that's interesting to talk about, actually. Yeah, so... Yeah, I how mean, does it work? So when you see me get mad, you'll know why. He's going to tell you. <laughs> the, uh, so the, the name of it is Free Comic Book Day, but to the retailers, there is a, a, a nominal, a small charge. What do you pay? And I, Generally about 30 to $35 cents a, a book. <laughs> is that including, like, the shipping? So, no, you, you pay the shipping the freight oh, also. Man. So, for instance, I think this Comic Book Day, I think we spent... With shipping about right around a thousand dollars, really on just the free stuff. Just the free stuff, but and now is it's that about, just it's, the comics books? Like free stuff is the comics. So the free the free comics, and then we spent uh, like a hundred something dollars on free uh, Funko Pops. What's the Funko Pop? It's a uh, Etrigan, the demon from DC, which yeah. was a, a cool Jack. Has Kirby, Sid laid claim cool, on one. A cool Jack Kirby character. Because I bet Sid is excited for that, isn't he? So he wants the black light one. Okay, is there, oh, there's going to be a variant. I guess there's a black light, he okay. said, that's a variant. Okay. So i got to be on the lookout for a black light yeah. demon. But, um, so how so, does it work? Like, so, so you pay for the books beforehand, and then okay. they're a loss leader, so you use the books to bring people into your store, and you hope that when they come into your store that you can sell them something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a good salesman, which Rocky is, is one. Ask to an Eskimo, baby. He's, he's, <laughs> he's decent. He's yeah. decent. Uh, he's learning. But uh, if you're a good salesman, you should be able, once you have them in your store, you should be able to sell them. You know, you, you run sales that day. You do promotions that day. For instance, uh, last year, I think Free Comic Book Day was my busiest day of the year times 
three or four probably wow yeah, yeah. it was kind of cool because like in the morning Dang. to about 11 it was like crazy mm-hmm. then it died for an hour then it just went crazy again yeah yeah it just kind of depends on what time people are able to make a lot of people want to get in get here early uh, they're afraid they're going to miss out on the free books so yeah um they get here and try to make sure they can get everything and some people they prefer to miss the line so they'll show up later in the day uh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to avoid the, the crowds. A lot Maybe. of them have a, a plan. There's a yep. military plan. It, uh-huh. This store opens at this time. This store opens at this time. And they'll go from store to store yep. and picking up all the books. Uh-huh. So, so. Uh, what time are you going to be open? We open at 10 o'clock every day. 10, so. 10 to 8? 10, well, 10 to 7. 10 to 7 for free comic book day? Yeah. Uh, what are you, are you doing any kind of specials? We'll do sales on uh, uh, trades, you know, buy two, get one free. And we'll okay. Have, Special deals on Funko Pops and uh, what's your deal? Just tell us all your Funko deals. Pops will do probably buy three get one free. Okay, on those two regular comics probably twenty five percent off. Okay, of those like that. So like all back issues, all back issues and stuff. Okay, and then we'll have some graded books on sale. Probably maybe twenty five percent on graded. Books. Oh, graded oh, books. Okay, so you know that's pretty good. And then okay, we have several deals going on in the store today. It might change the way my attitude is that morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And this will be your third or third. Because COVID kind of messed up the free yeah, comic stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you enjoy it? Like, you do you, you usually get a lot of new faces? I get there? a lot of people. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 have a, I have a problem with people demanding something from me for free. Okay. And I've had I've learned to get over it. I smile when I say, okay. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, some of them come in. They just it, they, they take the free comics and they leave. Because they, they I guess they just assume. Well, they just assume. And they want, they want everything. And, and I don't blame them. I mean, they. There's a lot of misinformation out there actually yeah. about free comic book day. So what do you do? Like how many free comics? We can... usually do. I think it's. I can't remember what we did last year. I have to look on the file. But it's like five to ten. Five first to ten free first, and then if okay. you spend like twenty bucks, you can get five more. Or okay, that's cool. We'll do something like that. Yeah, we we try to give them all out. We want to give them all yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a lot of people. I mean, they they come in. They Are come you doing any kind of giveaways, contests, anything like that? Oh, uh, we do, but I usually pick that stuff up the day I get ready to do it. I'll go in here and say, okay, I'll give them this and this and this. That. I do that. That's what you we know what? will be giveaways. Oh yeah, Bill was stressing me out because like that morning I came and go, okay, what are we doing for the trivia?s And he's like, Shablia, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. And he's like, that's, I mean, that's the best time. You do it right on the spot. Okay, it's, it's eight o'clock. I open. I think in the two bags hours. you had it planned in advance. I think I'd already made the uh, the giveaway bags for the first twenty people. But the rest of it was but the stressful. rest of it, it was like you went into like your Aunt Maria's Avon room where yeah. she has all right Avon and you're picking like, out all this, the Bill. different. And Bill's like, no, I'm not giving that away. He didn't <laughs> do that. <laughs> but I tell you but, what, a friend of the show, Jamie Skull, uh, she's chomping at the bit to help out. She's like, oh, I got the day off. I want to come in and help out the shop on Free Comic Book Day. So you might need to find uh, something for to occupy yourself with. She's, she's wanting to come in and help. So Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's always room for more people. And we're hoping uh, when you're in here, we don't sh- not sure when because Mike is going to do this, but Ooh. we're going to do some stuff that we're going to add to the beginning of the podcast. So if you're in here early, Early-ish. we're going to do yeah. some great stuff. And we'll probably announce this next week. We're going to do a podcast contest for Guardians of the Galaxy. With, uh, I think we're, we're going to be giving away, I think, free tickets to yeah, Guardians we're tickets. 3. Probably like what we've done before. With, yeah. Yeah. So we'll do, we're going to have like a contest. Uh, we'll have that details next week because we don't really have that planned yet. But for you, Bill, this kind of leads in. We had a question from two-time prize winner, Ed. He wanted to know that you're going to be uh, going to have someone from CGC at the signing for Free Comic Book Day. If someone has comics otherwise that they want to send off to be graded, can they bring them in to be dropped off at the CGC rep, or is he just in for the Ryan Otley signing? Right, so Free Comic Book Day, if you want to, you have two options. So you can bring in just books that we'll send in the CGC uh, and get them graded for you, 
Okay. Um, or, you know, if you want to get something signed by Otley or have something, Otley sketch something and you want to get that sent in, uh, we can do that also. So anything they bring in that day can be sent So in? it doesn't have to be something from Ron Otley. Okay. But Otley's right. gonna, Ron Otley's going to be in the store, so you might as well take advantage of uh, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. something signed. And But yeah, if you, if you just have something that you want us to send in through CGC, you can bring it in that day on Free Comic Day. And how does that work? If, like, let's say I brought in mm-hmm. like a, like an amazing Spider-Man book, right? Yeah. And I once said, I need this graded. This is the one where Zeb Will starts to really destroy the Spider-Man character. <laughs> um, and I want to send that off. Like, what is the charges for It'd be for a, us? about $30. It's about $30 to get mm-hmm. it sent off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep so, that in mind. I've actually got some stuff. Yeah, an older book, anything I think like before 1976 is um, $40. But um, post-1976, I think they charge $30 per book. And they don't charge anything extra for, like, when you send it off to them. Like, they say, if like it's like Hulk 181, they don't say, okay, well, you got to pay this extra money. So if it's if the book is worth more than $400, okay. they bump you up to, I think it's called, like, a premier tier. Okay. And you have to pay extra. But you get your book back a little quicker. The turnaround time is, okay. is shorter. But they bump you up. So I've I've done it before where I'll try and sneak a book in mm-hmm. where I know the book is worth a thousand dollars, but I'll try and say it's four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be real clever and I'll mark it. But then uh, three weeks later, I get an email saying, "Hey, try. Uh, we're charging your credit card for seventy-two dollars and forty cents." Busted. And they'll be doing all this like through the CGC person. The Otley stuff will be sent through. I think he'll have like a rep here with him. Okay. And then the the regular CGC stuff will send through the store. So for the regular stuff, like I was talking about, they would talk to you during that day? Yeah, yeah, me or somebody here working. Okay, yeah. see, not me, though. Do well, not come to me. I'm could. the social media guy. I'm just going to be taking handle pictures. handle that. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm All here right. to take pictures. All right, we'll handle either me or Lane or um, even Paul. Paul, 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 Paul okay. could probably do it. Yeah, well, he's going to be too busy coming up with hard trivia questions for the kids. He's got to ease up on those questions this year. <laughs> Last year, I was like, Paul, that's too hard for a kid's question. He was like the Alec Trebek of Free Comedy yes, Day. Yes, he was. All right, well, how about yeah. uh, the books for this week coming out? Anybody excited about anything Such coming? Such a small week. It, yeah, well, yeah, yeah right. maybe week. for you. Yeah, I'll start. Do it. Uh, World Tree, ah, yes. number one. No longer dark covers. You can make out what's going on in the cover. <laughs> By our friend uh, James Tenyon. I'm going to keep pronouncing it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this book. What uh, particularly about it has got you going? I just think it has a cool concept. And basically right now, anything that he writes, I, I'm a sucker for. Yeah. So that's mine. Okay. Well, for me, I'm going to be uh, recommending a number two book coming off a book coming off of uh, last month. You never know what you're going to get out of this book when they decide to do a run on it. But uh, The Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Mm. I think this is a really nice relaunch of this book. There's some really cool surprises in it. It feels inspired. More than one surprise in it. It's kind of a new direction they're going in based off of, uh, I can't really talk about it too much, but based off of uh, some companionship they might have had uh, in the 60s with the X-Men. So they're they're really bringing this book around full circle and some unexpected surprises. It feels pretty fresh. I've always liked the Doom Patrol characters. Uh, So yeah, check it out, guys. If anybody's curious about the Doom Patrol, this seems like it's going to be a really good run. Really nice twist. Mm, Very nice twist. All right, uh, Bill. So I'm gonna go with the DC book. I'm gonna go uh, with the relaunch of Green Arrow. Ooh, nice. Uh, number one, uh, written by Josh Williamson. Almost picked that one. Who wow. uh, seems to be a, a really hot writer for DC right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a fantastic run on Flash, right? Yeah, I think and he's was right the, down doing the Superman book that we all and, like. Yes, love. Um, and it's been about a year now since all he's not been in a 
DC book, right? Yeah, maybe even a little more than a year. And um, and the cool thing about this is it doesn't just focus on Ollie, but you kind of get some um, you get some Black Canary, you get some some Arsenal. Speedy. Oh, he's going back to the family. Uh, the so it looks family. Yeah, it looks like it is getting okay. to. Uh, but yeah, the, the tagline it's it's time for a family reunion, even if it kills them. Oh, that's cool. Mm. So uh, there's hey, some really cool covers. So yeah, yeah. If if you're into the kind of the Green Arrow mythos and some of the extended characters and the the universe, uh, this is a great chance to jump on. And uh, it's part of that Dawn of DC relaunch, also. Yep. Great stuff all, yeah. all over. By the way, that amazing window panel that you have up all the Dawn so of good. DC. Uh, Rocky, you have a book that you're interested in this coming week? Yeah, I'm excited about this uh, Ralph Macchio book. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes Kid. Yeah. 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 No, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Bane of Blastar. Yep. You like the Guardians. I like the Guardians. Yep. So, yeah, we'll, we'll check that out. Cool. So. Did you ever think in your whole life that that would be a sentence that would come out of your mouth? Guardians of the Galaxy, the if vast plane of If you'd Bastard? asked me four years ago if I would ever own a comic book store, I would have told you, <laughs> you're on crack. Right? <laughs> I never, you know, that just wasn't in my thing. I, th- yeah. I never thought about it. And, then, yeah. cool. and now, it's, now it's, I do it you know, 24 hours a day. You know, I sleep at night, and I'm wondering how, how can I make this work? How can I make this yeah. work? So, and that's something you do when you own a store. You're oh, constantly yeah. thinking... What can I do? And how can I get these books for these people? They don't understand sometimes that we just didn't get them shipped to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's, our, and it's our fault. You know, it's, it, so you're trying so hard to get people's books. So but yeah. th- I think this Guardians book is going to be pretty good. It looks really it cool. Looks really it good. does. Um, does anybody have any recommendations? You know, I picked up a, a new headset for the PS5. I know PlayStation 5s are becoming much more readily available out there in the world. So yep. I thought I'd take this opportunity to point out how good the Sony Pulse 3D headset is for it. It was, I think, recognized as being fairly average in the past, but they recently did an update that lets you adjust the EQ in it. Makes every bit of difference in the world, and reviews I've been reading have said this is now shot it up to being like the headset to get with the PS5, and, and I can agree with that. Having that EQ to be able to adjust the bass, the treble, the volume, all internally, uh, fantastic headset. So if you're in the market for a new PS5, it's also tuned with the 3D audio, specifically the PlayStation 5. It's designed to work uniquely with that. So um, if you're curious and need a good headset for your PS5, Sony Pulse 3D, do it. Nice. Uh, I did see the Air Jordan movie with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh, that's right. I like that kind of like the business angle stuff that they do like in the mm-hmm. past. Even though it makes me feel super old now, now to know that stuff that I grew up with is now considered period pieces. <laughs> um, it's a fun movie. Viola Davis as uh, Michael Jordan's mom is really good. And they really, ne- you never see Michael Jordan. Like the actor that plays Michael Jordan, oh. you're always mm-hmm. just seeing him from behind. It mainly mm-hmm. focuses on his parents and Chris Tucker is really good in it. It's a fun movie. If you've not seen it in theater, I think it's an Amazon, Amazon prime went in on the, the budget. So I think it's going to be shown up on Amazon prime sometime in May. What about you, Bill? So I'm going to make two recommendations. Oh, I'm going to do one, a comic I reread recently, Punisher kills the Marvel universe, Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. Oh, wow. So if you're just looking for a cool Punisher one shot story, um, he takes a contract. Basically, there's people who have been they've been injured, uh, incidental damage during superheroes when they fight villains, right? And the, yep. the, the villain knocks over a building. Well, uh, this piece of cement happens to fall on this guy and paralyzes mm-hmm. him for the rest of his life. Okay. So this has happened throughout the years, and all these people have been injured. Uh, the rich ones, they've gotten together. And ah. they've, mm-hmm. they've formed this consortium, and they've hired the Punisher now to kill all the superheroes. <laughs> Okay, because this is they, awesome. Because they also blame the superheroes for wow. for being them being in wheelchairs and okay. uh, being uh, you know handicapped, and so uh, but 
I don't want to give the story away, but if you want to read a great, uh, great Punisher story where he's contracted to kill the entire Marvel universe, I feel like the title gives it away. Uh, yeah, Punisher it is, kills the Marvel it's, universe. It's very snakes on a plane. Okay, um, and it's Ennis. And it's Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon, so it's wow. the team oh, okay. from Preacher. Wow. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Making a note for free comic book day. Um, <laughs> and then the second thing I want to I want to recommend, not quite as warmly, is uh, but I did go see that movie Renfield. Okay. Oh, cool, cool, Nick cool. Nick Cage with uh, Nick Cage and um, the young kid that played Beast in the X Men movies. And he was oh, yeah. just in Menu. He was menu. just in Menu. And the great. And he's he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a good movie. It's it's Nicholas Cage definitely is kind of channeling like old school, um, like a. Nineteen thirties Dracula, like probably Lugosi. probably more so Bela Lugosi. Okay, like the way he dresses and um, there's a lot of blood. I took my my daughter to see it. Oh. I would, the good news is it, it, it it's it's kind of like the Hughes brothers chop suey blood. Okay, to where it's so over the top that it's yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. cartoonish. Yeah, are you um, glad they picked that and not Evil Dead? Well, we would have been going to see Evil Dead, but when we got there, the only seats available were in the front row. Oh, okay. oh, really? And I refused wow. to after uh, the Venom. Because we were at Cinnabar, so there's only like 60 seats in the theater. So uh, one time I went with Bill to see uh, Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. And it was like one of the spur of the moment things. And we got there, the only seats left were in the very, very front. And on the very end. And oh, at one wow. point, I turned to Bill to say, this movie sucks. And Bill, <laughs> asleep. <laughs> because if you're in the front row, you have to lean your head back so far. You have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. That your head is, is reclining on the cushion. Yeah. And so it just got so comfortable. The weight of your head choked you out. Yeah. That uh, I dozed <laughs> off. Because the girls wouldn't let us go see the movie with them. They didn't want us in there with them when they saw a free man. I think that's right. Yeah, so, I think that's right. Uh, but Renfield, it's decent. So, like, so I'm going to say, don't, 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 yeah, don't, I would recommend, I'm giving it, you know, two and a half stars. Don't go see it at the theater. You can wait and see it at the, uh, when, it when, comes it's, when it comes streaming. Okay. But if you are a fan of, of classic vampire Dracula films. Or Nick I, Cage, probably. Or Nick Cage, because <laughs> you, get, you get classic. This is Nick Cage doing Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. But you see, I mean, the ending from a mile away. and but it, but it is still worth seeing. I mean, so the cool thing is they use all, I think... I want to say they use all practical effects. I didn't see anything that wasn't a practical effect that couldn't have been done practically. Nice. Do you have anything to recommend, Rocky? Well, this week I watched a show. It was on Apple Plus, Apple TV. Apple Plus has some good TV shows. I watched the new Chris Evans, Ghosted. Oh, okay. Ghosted. I heard people say it was terrible. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was good. It's, mm. it's funny to not see Captain America be able to fight and get whipped. <laughs> oh, so it was pretty yeah, yeah. good. Had a really pretty co-star. I can't it's, remember. Uh, her name, she and, was uh, uh, co-starred with him in Knife's Out. Yeah. It's very Anna good. De Armas. Anna Armas. Yep. She's mm. very good. It's a very good movie. I liked it a lot. Okay. I enjoyed it. You know, uh, not give anything away, but it's worth watching. Are there's fun cameos in it? There awesome cameos okay. you, gotta, you watch it just for the cameos okay seeing what you just said right there always reminds me you have to make up your mind for yourself yeah. people say things bad you watch it for yourself make yeah. up your own mind yeah. that's right Sweet Tooth this Thursday the oh, second yeah. season is second finally coming season, out yeah. the first season was phenomenal first yeah. season was, I didn't think I would enjoy it at all I had heard things about it I go mm. I'm not going to watch it and I watched <laughs> the first one then I binged the whole series oh, wow. I'm like I got to watch this it's got one happening. of the best opening episodes it's very good very yes. good yeah. Sweet and Tooth. that little kid is so precious on that show yes. he, he was in Cocaine Bear no, he was that kid. That's the he kid. He was the. Uh, He's the kid in the, Cocaine Bear. The potty mouth really? kid. Yeah. That had the, country accent. <laughs> the sweet little kid. Because both those kids were great actors. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine Bear is underrated. It's uh, a yeah. Paramount uh, on Peacock right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. But that's him. Yeah. Sweet yeah. tooth with a, a foul mouth. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, this episode has been entertaining. 
It's yes. been wholesome. Yes. It's been educational. Yes. What a great episode. Inspiring. Inspiring. That's a good yeah. one. I like that one. But Thank I think you. it's time to uh, to wind it on down here. We gotta we're up against the wall with the clock ticking. We need to get Rocky on home. I'm sure Bill's eyes are once again getting tired. So gonna <laughs> <laughs> blame that on me. Well, no. Last last episode we ended with the conclusion that you had to get home I'm before your eyes fell out. I'm full of pep. <laughs> your eyes. You got home in time yes, to save your eyes. Of course. Okay. Good. That's good. That's good. Gentle, gentle listeners were probably worried all throughout the week. Indeed, they oh. were. Yeah. But for now, this is Mike D signing off. Ryan. And Bill. And Rocky. Thanks for coming. We'll see you in the funny books. Bye. Bye. Adios. Time bring Loki. Yeah. <laughs>